to Give God the Glory Praise and Worship Show with Ruby Red Wrong. Let's give God the glory and the praise this morning. When the praises go up, the blessings come down, and praise confuses the enemy. So let's get into our first election. Renee L. Clutchfield Patterson, Friends of Gospel, Holy and Righteous. Let's go. Gotta be holy, righteous. Mm. I gotta be holy and righteous. It's the only way to meet the. Just 
holy and righteous. Yes, the only way to be to meet the king. Yes, I just want to remind you, no matter what you face, no matter where you are in life, Jesus is always with you. Give him the praise due to his name. Let's get into our next election. Chad Howard, Jesus is always with me. Hallelujah!
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We must always remember that no matter what we face, God is always there. He is the way maker. Yes. No matter what battle you're in, no matter what you face, God is the way. Give him the praise and the glory. You got to praise your way through. Sometimes you just got to give him the glory. Even when you don't see the way, just know that he is the way. As we get into Ruby Red Raw, hallelujah, is the highest praise. I thank you for tuning in. Please continue to tune in every Sunday and Wednesday for that worship and praise on the Ruby Red Raw. Give God the glory gospel broadcast internet music show. Let's do it. Let's do it, artists. Call in. If you would like to get your music in, email me and I will get it to you. But let's do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. is the highest praise. The highest praise. Hallelujah. It's the highest praise. It's the highest praise. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, 
is the highest praise. The highest praise. Give God the glory. Give God the glory. Let's get into our next election. Eric Marley's walking.
thank you for listening to Give God the Glory Praise and Worship Show with Ruby Redfall. Tune into Wife Ministries with the word coming up next. Yes, glory to God. Glory to God. Give God the glory for that amazing praise. Yes, lift up his mighty name and give him the glory. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Welcome to WIFE. Walk in Faith Everyday Ministries. And you are listening to Dominique McGee. Yes, give God the glory. For we have made it through another week. Happy Mother's Day to all of the beautiful, precious mothers out there. Yes, we thank you for everything you have done for our families to raise us up right in a good way. Yes, glory to God. So today, I have an amazing message for you. An amazing message on faith. I'll be bouncing around a couple different scriptures that we may get an idea of what is faith, what is standing in our faith, and walking in our faith and the power therein. But before we get into the word today, let's go before the Father God correctly. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity that we are gathered together in one accord with you, Father God, to fellowship in thy name, Father God. We come before you, Father God, that you may receive us in thy counsel, Father God, that this word may fall fresh into our spirits, Father God, and ignite a fire within our spirits, Father God, that we may draw closer unto you. We thank you for this bread of life. We thank you for this gospel, Father God. We thank you for your living word and your living will. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I ask that you outpour your anointing upon this word. Father God, that you anoint me from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet, Father God. That you minister to me and through me, Father God. Father God, that our brothers and sisters, Father God, that hear this word may be touched, Father God, as they receive it in their spirit, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for this opportunity once again. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, let's not wait any longer before we dive into the Word of God today. Today, I want to speak on faith. I will be starting at Hebrews 11.1. We all often talk about it and say that we have faith. So, what is faith? What is walking in faith? What is standing in faith? What does it look like? How do we do so? Within so much of an uncontrolled chaos going on around us in the world, within our lives and in our minds. Now let's go to Hebrew 11.1. 1. It tells us, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The conviction of things not seen. When we look at this text, we can take from it that faith means to have confidence and trust in the promises of God. And that in which God will do in our lives. 
and in what he has spoken over our lives. In Genesis 15, 6, we can get an example of this as when God told Abraham he would give him countless descendants. And Abraham believed in him, the Lord, and he counted in him to righteousness. God also tells Abraham in Genesis 15, 1, that he is his shield and his exceedingly great reward. Glory to God. I want to tell you, when God came to Abraham, he told him, one, I am thy shield. I am thy protection. That means whatever comes against you, I am there to protect you from. I am there. The battle is mine. I am with you. No need to be afraid. And he went on to tell him, he is his exceeding great reward. Here God is telling him, he is his great reward. Or we can interpret it as, he has a great reward for him and over his life. Because Abraham, Abraham at this time was seeking to have children. He was a little bit worried that how he would be established for the future. And God came to let him know that you have nothing to worry about. I'm going to bless you with so many nations are going to come out of you. Just trust in me. Have faith in me. And he believed what God said. And because of so, it was counted on him as righteous. Glory to God. So Paul tells us in Romans 4, 20, 21, no unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God. But he grew stronger in his faith and gave glory to God. Fully convinced that he was able to do what he had promised. In this we find putting our trust in God and having the full confidence in God beyond doubt that he will fulfill his word that he has spoken over our lives and in our lives. So we see faith is trusting wholeheartedly in God, confidently knowing that when we come to God, he is not just able, but willing to work out whatever we bring to him. He is, he is willing to handle our battles, our situations, our circumstances. We can trust that God isn't just going to play when it comes to providing for us, our needs. He's not going to play when it comes to delivering us, blessing us, and healing us, and directing us. We can confidently, confidently trust all that we are and all that we face and even all that we hope to be in his hands. Glory be to God. My question here is, have you given whatever troubles you 
or whatever your situation or circumstances or even your desires in this life over to God? Have you given it over to God? Do you have the confidence in God or do you have it in man? Are you trying to do it on your own? Or do you feel as if you can give all that you are over to God? Are you trusting more of your the outcome of your life into the hands of the people in your life? Are you trusting more in the works of your hand than in God? Are you seeking to find who you are and your purpose in this life through things of the world? Or are you looking to God to direct your path? Knowing that you have purpose in this life through him. Glory to God. Are we giving all that we face and all that we hope to be over to God? My brothers and sisters, because sometimes we lack the trust, just being honest, we lack trust and the confidence in God. We say, yeah, we believe in God and we know who he is, but we lack the necessary confidence and the trust to fully ignite our faith to believe that he is the one and only true God, the provider of all things, the leader of our life, and the director of our paths. So we often speak and say, yeah, I believe in God, but you're going to go and look to something else and someone else to find where you belong and what you should be doing and how you should be doing it. But, we are constantly failing by putting our trust in man or ourselves. I tell you this, God is not man in which he should lie. We have to get out of our own way and out of our own minds and turn it over to God and to have faith in him, meaning to confidently trust in God with all of our dreams, our goals, our situations, our circumstances, our pain, our troubles, whatever it is. We need to confidently put it in God's hands and stand in faith and trust in him that he is not just willing, but he is able. Glory to God. We tried everyone and everything else. When are we going to say enough is enough? I'm going to give it to you, God. I will have the faith in you, God. I will trust in you, God. When are we going to say these things? Not in our homegirls, not in our homeboys, not in our dogs or our cats, not in our co-workers. Not even in our ancestors. Not in the dang universe. But we are completely going to trust in God. Not in our pastors. Not in our churches. 
not in ourselves, but we are going to trust in God confidently, knowing that he is the leader of our life, the director of our path and whom we can trust and whom alone shall we fear. Operating by taking a hold of our faith in him. Taking it out of, I don't, I don't trust my own self. I don't have, I have faith in me that I can do all things through him that work with me. But I know that it is in, it's God's way, not my way. I'm not going to put it in the hands of anybody else. Man has failed us time and time again. Amen. Amen. Now, what we are going to move on to is my next question. What is standing in faith? First, I want to tell you all this. No matter who you are, no matter what walk of life you come from, there will always be trying times for us all. Don't let nobody fool you because they appear to have it all together on the outside. Nice cars, nice house, good job. Oh, the perfect family. I don't care. We all have some troubles in our lives. We all have some skeletons in our closets. Some moments of fear and doubt. We are all humans. Not one of us has it all together. Not one of us are better than anyone. Troubles will find us all. The trouble will also find, if the trouble could find its way into the White House just as well as my house, then it can find its way into your house. The Bible says that it doesn't just rain on the just, but on the unjust. We all have to face difficulties in this life. Our faith is often tested daily, daily, by a number of things. Sudden bad news, death, cruelty, personal problems, failing in academics, failing on our jobs, just having personal issues with our employers, our families, troubling in our homes with our children, with our spouses, trouble with our friends, who's really a friend and who's really not a friend, who's telling your business and what, who's doing this, who's doing that. It's always going to be something that comes up. Troubles in our finances. Troubles, troubles, troubles. Hardships. Left and right. So often they make it harder and harder for us to have the faith to trust in God. Am I right? Don't lie. We all get impacted by the chaos in this world and within our own lives that cause us to question 
our faith. That makes our faith waver. But yet, many don't truly understand this is the battle, the testing and trying of our faith. Are we going to stand in the word of God and trust confidently in our God even when our foundation gets rocky? Even when things get overwhelming. See, we have to stand in our faith when the waves of trouble and chaos are hitting us back to back. Not giving up, but planting our feet, knowing that God is with us. He is for us. It is him that gives and it is him that takes. Look at the job. Look at Job. I'm talking about the job. Look at Job. He lost it all. And was brought low. What does the devil have to hit you with. That will make your knees buckle. When it comes to standing in your faith. Better yet. I got a better one for you. What does he have to throw at you that will knock you right out of your faith? What does she have to bring about over your life? What does he have to take from you? What does he have to take you through? That'll make your faith shake. That'll make you turn away from your faith. That'll make you crumble in your faith. We have to understand that the battle is not ours, but God's. Yes, maybe we are in the battle, taking the blows from the fight in this thing called life. But we are not alone. Our God has not given us over to our enemies or our troubles. You hear me? God has not given us over to the enemy. Neither has he given us over to our troubles. So we are required to stand in the faith of our living God. Trusting in him confidently knowing that he is our God. And that he is for us. When you stand in your faith. This goes beyond. Hoping in the things yet seen. But you are now operating in your faith. To the full confidence. That God is for you. And it doesn't matter who or what rises up against you. It won't break you. It won't defeat you. If you lose your car, he has a better one. Praise him while you walk. Your job, if you lose your job, he has a better one. Praise him while you're looking for another one. You can't seem to get that degree right. Give God the glory in advance for that diploma. You lose your house. Let it go. Shout and give God the glory for the better one is coming. Glory to God. 
Your bank account is empty. Praise God, for you are rich in him. For he is the provider of all needs. If you're feeling weak, stand and say, I am strong in the name of God. By the blood of Jesus, if you're stick stricken with sickness, set it back from where it came from. By the blood of Jesus, if you are experiencing loss of loved ones, know that God loved them more than you ever could. Know that God has taken them from the, from the suffering that is to come. Yes, it may hurt us and we may never get over it, but we are strengthened and conditioned to love them while we have them, even if it is for a short season. But they have gone before us unto the Father. We will meet them again in the heavens. Give God the glory in all of his works. Glory to God. Rebuke the devil and he will flee. Stand in your faith. See, when we stand in our faith, it makes us stronger. It makes us better. When you have that firm hold on your faith and your feet are planted in the word of God, the devil gets nervous. He gets worried and he has to think, figure out how he can attack you. Because when you're strong and you've got a firm hold on your faith, you're not an easy target. But you come when you get out the bed, you come for him. You don't want to wait for him to come to you before you go to bed. You're setting him back where he's coming from because you are a child of God. You're speaking the authority of Christ. You're not afraid. You're standing firm in your faith. You're in the authority of Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. Faith that is planted strongly rooted in the power of God is unmovable and unshakable. It's bold. It's powerful. It drives back fear and doubt and weakness. It moves mountains. It makes demons run from you. Yes. You become a force in the kingdom of God. Covered by the blood of Jesus. Standing in the authority of Christ. You look at your, your troubles. And tell your, your storm. What God said. Don't let your storm tell you anything. Don't let the devil tell you nothing. We stand in the will and in the word of God. The devil only brings lies to what the truth God had already spoken. I want to really give y'all this. When God has spoken some things into you and over your life, that's when the devil begins to whisper lies. Like, you can't make it. You can't do this. You're not worthy. You don't have no purpose. God doesn't hear you. He won't save you. I want to tell you, he comes with lies like this because somewhere previously, the devil heard God's answer to your cries. He heard the answers to your prayers. He heard God say, I love you, my child. 
He heard God say you will make it through this. He heard God say you are worthy in my name. He heard God say fear not for I am with you. He heard God speak over your life. He heard God say, baby, get up. You can do this. Come on, you're going to make it, son. Don't stop here. He, he heard these things, so he came and tried to plant lies to cause doubt within you to make you feel like, oh, no, I, I can't do this. It's not going to work. But the devil is a liar. Glory to God. He heard God speak life into you. In your weakest moments. And he tried to attack your faith. That's why we have to stand firmly in our faith. Confidently trusting in God wholeheartedly. Glory to God. Fill yourself with the word of God. Not fear. Not doubt. But glory be to God. Y'all, I'm about done. Yes, the glory be to God. I have my last point, which is going to bring me to three pieces of walking in faith. Now that we know what faith is, now that we know what standing in our faith is and what it takes, let's take a look at walking in our faith. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 tells us, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Proverbs 3, 5, 6 tells us, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all things acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Now this one here, glory be to God. Our eyesight is not our discernment. For everything that we see is not what it seems. Walking in our faith is the trust in our God in all of our circumstances. Many of us fall because we got everybody in our business but God. We quit to bring everybody and run and tell everybody seeking validation and console me from everybody else but God. Direction from everybody else but God. And when we when we fall and when we're let down and when we're deceived and taken for granted and taken advantage of, then we turn to God. But God has the purpose and the plan all along. So it's better for us to put God in our game room, put God in our business, put God in what we got going on instead of everybody else. Glory to God. Mm. We are, it's so crazy because we really go through the most. Oh, they, they, they told this. I lost my job because of this person. I lost this because of them. They didn't love me how they were supposed to. I can't make it to where I'm supposed to go because of that person or because of this. Well, if you would have did it with God instead of them, 
they wouldn't know nothing about it. You'll be already where you need to go. But see, the glory of God and the mercy of God is what he has for you is still he has for you and can't nothing stop it and can't nobody take it away from you. No, you are only holding up your process. I don't care how old you are. You have a purpose in this life in God. You are worthy. You are somebody. You are worth the love. You are worth it to God. Take your business to God. Take God's advice. Take God's direction and his correction. Glory to God. When we give it to everybody else, we wonder why we can't seem to do better. All we can talk about is what happened and how it happened and how betrayed we are and all this foolishness. We're looking at it the wrong way. We're looking at it our way. And most of the time, our way is so far from God's way. We make it harder for ourselves than it needs to be. See, God knows who we are fully. Each and every one of us, he knows who we are inside and out. But do we know who we are? Do we know what we are truly capable of? What great things we can do? What we can truly make out of our lives? No. The answer to that is no. Because it's not that other people are asleep on us. It's that we sleep on ourselves. They, they, nobody was there when God created you. That's a personal, that's a personal relationship. Don't nobody know you like God know you. So you want the insight on you and your, your talents and your abilities and your strengths and how to overcome your weaknesses. You build a stronger relationship with God. Praying and asking for his direction and correction in his will. And you will develop. You will slowly be will break you down in everything that the world made you be. And he will show you who he has created you to be. That you may walk in his purpose. That you may walk by his direction. That you may be ordered. Your steps are ordered by the Lord. That your greatness may shine through. See, God only takes the bad from you. Many people feel like when you come to God, that you're not yourself. No, baby, you're your best self. He cuts all that foolishness off of you that you allow the world to stick on you. I'm, I'm, I'm an addict. I'm an alcoholic. I'm not worth it. I'm low down. I'm such and such. I can't do this. I can't do that. He takes all of those labels off of you and it shows you. But by my might and by my power, says of the Lord, you are somebody. There is a purpose for your life. Now, if you're ready to lift that out, walk with God. Abandon the things that you thought would work in your favor, but they turned out that they're not. Stop giving your time over to foolishness. Trying to chase the crowd. They ain't going nowhere. 
I mean, I left the streets a long time ago. Every time I drive past the streets, the same people still in the streets. It ain't changed. It's still there. But I know that God had better for me. He had a plan for me, a purpose for me. So I had to take initiative and to walk in his will that I may discover that I am beautiful, that I am something great, that I have a purpose, that I am here for a reason, that I'm not worthless, but that I'm full of worth. That I have so much to offer and that my abilities are beyond anything I could think. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We fall apart sometimes at the first sight of trouble. So quick to call everyone else in place of God. When God sees everything, he knows everything. So we need to be checking in with God. Bringing our plans and goals and desires before God. Trusting Him even when we fall short. See, God knows we're going to make mistakes. That's what builds your character. That's when He shows you that He is with you. That's when He shows you His power. That's when He shows you His might. That's when He shows you His compassion and His love. Because even though you slip up, even though you stumble, even though you may even almost fall over, he catches you. Even when you lost it all, he right there and say, let's go get it back. Or don't worry about it. I got greater for you. It's time to move on. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We have to get out of our own way. And let God lead us. Trusting that he knows best. If he brought us to it, he will bring us through it. Many of us say it, but how many of us believe it? That is the truth. Keeping God in our situations, in our circumstances, making sure he is the one directing our path, not us. As we embark on our journey through life, no matter what we encounter along the journey, we must do more than just believe. I got three for you. I got three main keys to walking in faith before we go. We must do more than just believe. One, being mindful of our thoughts, our words, and our actions. One is our thoughts. Our thoughts are our spiritual seeds. So shall a man thinketh, so shall he is, says the word. Bringing our mind under subjection and in alignment with God in his will and in his word. Our thoughts affect our feelings about ourselves, about our lives, and all they're in it, how we interact with other people. We have to cast down thoughts of wickedness and of foolishness. We have to deal, do away with 
careless doubts and fears. That all has to go. We have to believe in this. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Now, let me let me tell you. That starts with I can do. You have to tell yourself that I can do it because the strength in Christ is enough. The strength in Christ that worketh within me, that worketh with through me, tells me that I can do it. Glory to God. You are strong enough to do whatever you desire. You are worthy. You have a purpose. You are the head and not the tail. Now, I want to tell you this. Now unto thee that is able to do more than we could ever ask or think. According to the power that worketh in us. Now unto thee that can do more than we could ever ask or think. That is, God is able to do more that we can think of and that we can ask of because in us we are able because of the power of God that is working through us. Through us. Not what's around us. Not the obstacles before us. But by the power of God that worketh in us. We can because of God. I come to tell you right now that the devil is a liar. Whatever he is speaking against your prosperity, he is a liar. Whatever he is speaking against your purpose, he is a liar. Whatever he is using to shake your foundation, he is a liar. Whatever he is bringing against your children, he is a liar. Whatever he is bringing against your relationships, he is a liar. Glory be to God. You can finish school. You can open a business. You will be loved. You are worthy. You have a purpose in this life. Glory be to God. Proverbs 4.23 tells us that we are to be on guard of our thoughts. That means be mindful of what you are thinking. As you walk in your bark in your journey of walking in faith, what you tell yourself matters. What you think in your thought process matters. Isaiah 26:3 it tells us of the assurance of perfect peace when our mind is on God. We must be conscious. Of our thoughts, making sure that they are in alignment with God's standards. That's number one key when you're walking in your faith. Bring your mind under subjection and in alignment with God. 
Casting down every wicked imagination. Casting down every fear and every doubt. Standing and speaking in the will and in the word of God. In your own self, over your own self, over your children, over your circumstances, over your situations, over your hopes, over your dreams, over your goals. Now that is up to you. Your mind state. Now number two. Now two is watch your mouth. What are you saying to yourself? It is easy for us to quickly say, I'm trusting in God. Oh, I'm just waiting on God. But what are you saying while you are waiting on God? Are we praising him in advance for the blessings to come? Are we speaking the authority of Christ in our circumstances, in our troubles and situations? Or are we giving voice to fear and doubt? Are we making conversation with the enemy? Are we have conversing with the enemy? Now, I'm telling you, this is the second key to walking in faith. The first thing is your mindset. The second thing is the mouth. Is your mind and your mouth in alignment with the will of God and in the word of God and with the things that God has spoken into you? Or are you having making a conversation with the enemy and letting him tell you that you, that ain't true? You can't do it. And God ain't told you nothing and you're not going to make it and you ain't nobody. What kind of conversation? What is being talked about in the midst of your circumstances? Now let's be honest for a second. Let's stop and think about how you describe your last situation or yet your current situation. Your current situation or circumstances or trouble. How are you describing that? Are you saying, I don't know what to do. I can't handle this. I just want to give up. I just, I don't know what to do. I don't, how am I going to get through this? I can't do it. What are you saying? I'm not worth it. What are you saying to yourself? By the glory of God, I want to tell you that what you are saying in the midst of it all in the face of an obstacle of your troubles and so forth matters. It truly matters. Your words either demonstrate your belief that he is in God's hands and he is working it out in your favor. As Matthew 12, 37, we learn that by our words, we are either justified or condemned. We learn that by our words, we are either justified or condemned. So I want to ask you, what are you saying to yourself? Meaning the very words that we speak out of our mouth will work in our favor or against us. The power of the tongue. 
you are saying. Change your narrative. Change your narrative. Bring your words in alignment with God. In order to walk by faith, we must speak confidently and boldly in the power of God. As he has already taken care of it for us, we are delivered. We are healed. We need to be praising him in advance, speaking in our faith. For by our faith, it is done. When the devil comes to conversate with you, you better only have the words of God and what he has spoken to you to say. My last point of walking in faith. God's word tells us. Faith without works is dead. We cannot just pray a little prayer and delegate our responsibilities to God. He is not going to leave the throne of heaven to do what he has given you the power and the ability to do. In his name, God has given you the authority, the power that worketh within you, because he can do exceedingly and abundantly above more than we can ever ask or think, and that I can do all things through Christ. So when we are put in a situation where we have to walk it like we talk it, we got to put that faith to action in the face of adversity, in the face of obstacles, in the face of challenges. We got to walk it like we talk it. Because we cannot expect God just to leave his throne and come down and handle the things that he has put in our power to handle that we are fully capable of handling through the power of him. If it's a new home that you're praying on, have you started searching for the home? Are you claiming it in the name of Jesus? Are you going through the process? Are you saving up the money? Are you looking at everything that needs the pro- Are you going to through the process that it takes to get there. If it's about a new job or a new career, are you researching the direction you want to grow and you want to grow in? I mean, you want to go and you want to grow in. Are you looking up further training or further education that you may enhance your skills in that direction? Are you taking action? Glory to God. Is it delivered from drugs and alcohol? Are you staying away from your supplier? Are you staying away from your friends in the places that lead you to bad habits? Are you actively seeking help? For real. Is it the renewal of your mind? Are you in the word of God? Building a better connection with God? A better relationship with God? Are you praying? What does your prayer life look like? What time are you spending with God? 
in his presence, in his counsel, building a personal relationship with him that he may break you down and rebuild you, that he may renew you and renew your strength and renew your spirit, that he may do the new thing in you that he is speaking of. You can't just pray about it one flimsy time and just go back to doing what you're doing and expect God to move in your favor when you're not taking the actions, the necessary actions that is going to take. He's there, meet him halfway. Christ said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. He didn't say I'm a bus in your house. He said, if you want me to come in, open the door. You hear me knocking? Open the door. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. You got to know that it's going to take some action from you to activate this faith. Your mindset, the words of your mouth, and your footwork. By faith, I'm going to do this. By faith, I'm going forth. By faith. I'm going back to school. By faith, I'm about to get me a new house. By faith, I'm saving up so I can do this and that. By faith, I'm getting my degree. By faith, I'm starting my new business. By faith. Because you're taking at the steps. You're in action. You're moving. You're making it happen. You're not waiting for it to fall in your lap. That ain't the kind of God we serve. Whatever it is for you, are you bringing it in alignment, full circle with God and taking action? Are you seeking his direction and his correction? Walking in faith requires us to get things done in the face of adversity. Many of us want so much but don't want God to break us down to recreate us. We can't run no company with nasty ways and ugly personalities. What's that about? We can't work on saving if we always spending the money. Don't expect God to just walk you to your blessing if you have not allowed him to prepare you for what he is blessing you with. You have to take the time to heed his correction that you may be led in his direction. Get closer to God and he will reveal your purpose. Take hold of your faith, stand in your faith, walk in your faith, talk in your faith, knowing that God didn't bring you this far to leave you. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this outpour of your word today. We thank you, Father God, for the fellowship in your counsel and in your presence. Father God, let this word saturate our inner parts, Father God. Father God, that we may receive the bread of life. Father God, that we may activate our faith, Father God. That we may draw closer to you, Father God. That we may renew our relationship with you, Father God. Forgive us, Father God, for our sins and our shortcomings. Father God, break down every stronghold that is keeping us from thirsting after you and you alone, Father God. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we know that we 
Father God. We ask that you pour out your spirit upon us, Father God, that we may know your direction, that we may know your will for our life, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for your grace and your mercy and your compassion. We thank you for your love. We thank you, Father God, for everything that you have done, for everything that you are doing, and everything that is to come this day and this time in our life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God, brothers and sisters. I thank you for tuning in to WIFE, Walk in Faith Everyday Ministries, and you are listening to Dominique McGee. Give God the glory for that powerful word. I, brothers and sisters, take it. Take it in. Apply it. And watch the, the growth. Watch your growth. Stand strong. We are in this together. We are in this together. Thank you for fellowshipping with us. Please enjoy your Mother's Day. Mothers, have a blessed day. And we'll see you again for Wednesday night Bible study with Brother Gerard Williams. Have a blessed day. Until next time.